This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is good. <laughs> How many people really enjoy Jesus always? <laughs> Hallelujah. God is the only person who gives you grace to do something and rewards you for doing it. Isn't that amazing? He grants you grace to do something. He energizes you to do it. He does it for you and then he comes back to say thank you. No other person does that. Hallelujah. He gives you to give, then he comes back to say thank you for giving. He gives you a word to give to somebody, and then he comes to say thank you for obeying. Hallelujah. He's going to say so many thank yous to so many people on that day. Yes, our Lord will say thank you. All through the Bible, he said, well done, faithful servant. He commended them. He says, I'm going to commend you. Every time you overcome temptation, every time you say no to things, Jesus is aware. He said to those churches in the book of Revelation, he said, I know your works. There is no trial you go through that I'm not aware of. I know. When you are tired and you still have to be in that meeting in church, I know. And daughter, son, I say thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> So tonight, let's read God's word before we take our seat. So we will just do a little, uh, we taste. The Bible says taste and see that the Lord is good. Let's taste Sunday. So we want to take a little, still a little of what we're talking about on Sunday. Uh, you know, like when you are cooking something and you, uh, well, <laughs> I hope you didn't do that while here. <laughs> Amen. Okay, so the first place we are going to read is in 2 Kings. So I want to talk briefly on the effect of the anointing tonight. Somebody should be happy about that. 2 Kings, and I'm going to read, um, or let's start from 1 Kings 19. You will soon see it, please. 1 Kings 19, and then from verse 15. 1 Kings 19 from verse 15. Now the Bible says, And the Lord said to him, Go! Return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou comest, anoint Azel to be king over Syria. Anoint. And Jehu, in other words, also anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elijah, the son of Shaphath, of Abemahola, Shall thou anoint to be a prophet in thy room? Next verse. It shall come to pass that him that escaped the sword of Azel shall Jehu slay. Him that escaped the sword of Jehu shall Elisha. You are too fast to <laughs> slay. Next verse. <laughs> Amen. Yet I have let me. 
You know, when I said too fast, you know, sometimes I have the one complaint that they are too slow. Now, say, it's like human nature. I was told that somebody told one of the visitors, uh, one of the people in the church here that I'm not coming to this church again. He said, because the ACs were too powerful. And I told her that there's no problem. There are many churches where the ACs are not this strong. Just make sure you go there. God bless you. And when we were having CEC meeting, I was talking about, I said, that can anybody ever satisfy human beings? Wait till, you know, the thing about the AC is that if you don't put them on on time, it's useless. How many of you have been there before in the afternoon that you have to be finding yourself? Now, that can irritate a preacher. Many times I will come out to preach on Sunday, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be biased, especially women. They take off the envelope. So what we cannot do is they say, we, the sun will not tell you whether it's coming out or it's not coming out. So I know that lately it's been very cold around, but if we make a mistake of switching off some, and it should get hot, this all will become unbearable. So you know what you should do? If it's too cold in one area, relocate. Or when you're coming to church, dress well. <laughs> um, it's just a here saying, wear something long like this. So you won't feel cold. Then when we are now singing, you know, I sing before every message. Sing well. Not only because we are praising God, because we're also exercising. Bodily exercise, Bible says profit a little. Hallelujah. So if they are welcome, when I say welcome 50, 50, 50 people, be the champion it, run round 50. By the time you are back, you are sweating. That's how to do it. You see, you are going to see the weakness of these ACs when the conference starts. You will know why they have to be many. Because they are not going to be of much effect. Yeah. Many times I put them on two hours before opening prayer. That's the only way we can have a bit of. Because when people come, they hit. <laughs> I did not say the heat in people's life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? <laughs> all right. So, all right. Then, so now Elijah, Elijah was told what to do. So what I want to do tonight, and obviously God bless you, just to look at this guy's mention here. At least two of them. We don't have too much on Asia, even though there's something on it, to show the effect of the anointing. So Elijah, the old prophet, was told. Now, this thing happened when he was complaining. Jezebel threatened him, he ran away, and then he said to God, Lord, I've had it up here, I'm, I'm tired. I want to die. Well, if you wanted to die, why did you just wait for Jezebel to kill you? But then he ran away and then he stood before God and said, Lord, I'm tired. Now I really want to die. The angel must have been like, really? If you wanted to die, just stay. She will do a good job. She will kill you well. But then, you know, he just knew that God wasn't going to be a killer. So he said now, and then God said that, okay. As he was complaining, God first of all fed him because part of his problem was hunger. So an angel appeared and gave him food. But when you're hungry, you start saying nonsense. So <laughs> while he finished eating, <laughs> then he went to Mount Oreb for 40 days. And then by the time God was going to answer him finally, he said, Elijah, go back. 
There are three guys I'm sending you to. That the anointing might come on them through you. He said, Elisha must be a prophet that must replace you. So anoint him. Then he said, there is a guy called Jehu. Anoint him to be king. And he said, there is a third guy called Asia. Anoint him to also be king over Syria. In other words, there is an anointing that enables a person to sit in a prophetic office. But there is also an anointing that elevates a person either politically or administratively. So, the same source under God, Elijah, put his hand on two different or three different people. To two of them, it was, it became an anointing to govern. And to one of them, it became an anointing for prophetic office. But the same man anointed the three of them. In other words, there are streams in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So the anointing that casts away demons can also promote somebody in office. I want to be sure you are hearing me. Can I hear amen? All that matters is that the man dispensing the anointing under the Holy Spirit must be anointed. So, just look at the facts. I think tonight, maybe we'll do more on Sunday talking about uh, Jehu. But the only people we are doing it to Jehu tonight. So, Jezebel was reigning and nobody could do anything about Jezebel. Interestingly, now if you read later, Elijah did not actually carry out what God said directly. When he came down from the mountain, he just anointed Elisha. But he did not anoint Jehu. Now, Elisha was the one who anointed Jehu. Now, God told him to anoint the three of them. He anointed the prophet, but the prophet anointed the remaining two. Now, 2 Kings chapter 9. Just a little, but I want to talk a little more about Elisha. But then, if I start with Jehu and I end on Jehu, fine. We continue on Sunday by the grace of God. 2 Kings 9, not 1 Kings. 2 Kings chapter 9. You have started. <laughs> Elisha the prophet. Now, interestingly, Elisha did not even do it directly. Now, Elijah anointed Elisha, or the double portion of his spirit fell upon him in 2 Kings chapter 2. After passing some series of tests. Ah, do we somehow, okay, it's Bible story. So let, let's go to, before we come here, let's go to 2 Kings chapter 2. So, you know, God had told Elijah to anoint Elisha. But he didn't just go directly to anoint the guy. He began to tempt the guy or test the guy. He said, you know what, stay here. God has told me to go to Gilga. Ah, Elisha said, as the Lord liveth and your soul liveth, wherever you go, I go. Let's go to Gilga together. When they go to Gilga, he didn't really do anything in Gilga. Then he said, you know what, stay here in Gilga. God has told me to go to Bethel. Elisha said, well, Better we go. I'll go with you. When they go to bed, they say, God has told me to go to Jericho. And then finally, he said, God has told me to go to Jordan. When they got to Jordan, the fourth place, he said, oh, but you are following me everywhere. Now I know I can't separate the two of us. What exactly do you want? Now, people of, uh, spiritual people will begin to learn something from there. What is the deepest lesson in this? Even though God has said a lot about you, even though God has given a lot of positive and powerful promises concerning you, there is still a place of asking. 
Can I hear amen? amen? Did you get that? Elisha was not there when God was telling Elijah on the mountain that go and anoint Elisha. But before the anointing came upon his head, he first of all followed him to four places. Then he said, you know what I want? I want double portion of your spirit. Ah! He said, when God told me to anoint you, I thought you would just receive <laughs> the same portion. He said, this double portion business, I don't understand. He said, what you have asked for is very hard. He said, but if you see me when I'm being taken away. A deeper translation says that he actually said that if we see eyeball to eyeball when I'm being taken away. And the Bible says, as they were talking, a chariot parted them and then there is so much to say about that. I think I will talk a lot about, a lot more about this aspect where we have shaped this month because this is deep. How do you know who's anointing you should follow? Believe me sincerely, in many cases, these things, they pass from somebody to another. By the time T.L. Osborne was, and his wife were healing more people than any other person, they were also under F.F. Bosworth for a long time, and then they were under William Braham for a long time. It is a generation must praise your work to another generation. There is... I don't want to use the word there's no new anointing. But God has a way of making sure that it is passed from one generation to another generation. One day, I was listening to Pastor Chris Oyakulome and he said that, remember that he used to transcribe for Archbishop Benson in Daosa in Bini when he was a student. These are part of the life people don't know. Every holiday we go and sit down in Church of God Mission, the office under Archbishop, helping them to write tracts and to translate. One generation, he said they were in Lagos one day when he was in the house and somebody just said the message that we didn't mention the number, I believe he was talking about Bishop because he said 1998 and he said the man died that year. He said the man just sent you from the city, what mentioned is he said, call, and he was like, does he still remember me? And the man said, kneel down, prayed for him. He said from that day, we began to fill stadium from that day. When God sees faithfulness on your part, he has a way of sending he has a way of sending a dimension of grace. You might not even fully agree or understand the operation of the man. See, there was a day. I think I've said it before. Now, I don't say all these things, and they don't mean it's a pattern everybody has to follow. See, when the Lord started telling us about mercy encounter, what happened by divine arraignment was that early in the morning one day, I was in a boat, and I told you, don't get offended. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I drove to the city of Abelkuta to spend three days preparing for a meeting in Abelkuta, only for me to get there. I paid for the hotel room and I came out of the hotel to carry my clothes from the car. There was no clothes. And I started calling Noma. Someone that helped me. I, what happened? No, a lot of believe with me. So what happened? Somehow, somehow, they forgot my clothes. So I just knew immediately that I would only spend that night instead of three nights. So I told the hotel that, can I get my money back or help me shift it another day? I said, I only do one night. Because I, I was limited to only what I was wearing. So I had a meeting that evening, and then I woke up, and in the morning I left. And as soon as I got to Beggar, so that was the time Bukola Beckles and her husband used this all for their service. So they came, two days to their concert, they came here to look at the all, brought uh, some equipment, people, and everything, early in the morning. And as they were here, she just called me, her husband just called me and said, Sir, where are you? I said, I'm just getting to Beggar. He said, the pastor clam." is inside this auditorium. That was a Monday morning or so. 
and the pastor, how many of you know clam? Yeah, you know they do a more Wednesday meeting, very powerful deliver, powerful meeting. And the man said, I was going to the office in the morning, and the Spirit of God told me to come and pray over this church and on your altar. He said, I'm not planning to see you. God just said, enter that church. And so he came with his entourage. I told Beck, I said, if you can delay them for five minutes, I'll be there. I don't know how I drove from Beggar to here in about seven minutes. And as God went with the road was very free that morning. And the man prayed in some Yoruba language on this altar. I told the pastors that see, God just used him to drop something. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, when, when we talk in shape, we talk more about this. These four places, Gilga, see, even though it's a where is this service, but let me let you in into one of the ways of studying the Bible. When you see a prophet asking somebody to follow him to Gilga, go to your Bible and check what has happened in Gilga before. It was in Gilga, in Joshua chapter 5, that they received the second circumcision. Because they were in the wilderness for 40 years, most of the first generation died there. And then God told Joshua that take sharp knife and circumcise. It talks about breaking off of carnality. That happened in Gilgal. Then the, the next place, Bethel. What happened in Bethel? The first bishop Jacob saw when he left the house. God never spoke to Jacob when he was in the house. The day Isaac gave him the blessing of Abraham. See, there are icons in the spirit. When you click on them, they take you back to some other thing. There are ancient blessings locked up. There are ancient wells that have been blocked. I think it's in Osho State on Friday. That's what we are talking about. I'm supposed to be in a meeting in Osho State. And that meeting is happening at the place where Ayurabaola Revival started. They gave the pastor opportunity to use the place. And a good number of us are going there to have a meeting. And I have Friday morning, Friday night, and Saturday morning there this weekend. By the grace of God. When he told me about it, I consider it a privilege to go to where Ayurabaola started, the, where the revival, the source, where the revival started, the roots. Of course, I won't go there just to preach. There's something to receive there. Are you getting what I'm saying? Bethel. That night, for the first time, God spoke to Jacob, and it happened in Bethel. He got to a place, he put his stone, but he did not know. His grandpa, Abraham, had offered sacrifice in that place. When I spoke about altar, I talked along this line. There was a transaction between Abraham and God that happened in Bethel. Isaac didn't go there, but God never forgot. The day Jacob got to the same Bethel, I see the angels are waiting. Just saw a ladder touching heaven, an angel that sent that. He said, your grandpa was here, and there was a transaction. Bethel. And they call it the gate of heaven. And then, of course, you all know what happened in Jericho. And then Jordan. In the time of Joshua, they stepped with Joshua, Joshua 3, 4. And then Joshua water. And why did Elijah make Elisha to go through these four places again? That's not for tonight. That's all I will say about that tonight. Then he said, double portion. Then he received it. But then see what happened. For Second Kings chapter 2. I just want to major a little on the effect of the anointing. They told the fire separated them. Go down to verse 16 or so. Yeah. Just go down, down. So they said 15 men. They didn't believe Elijah had gone. They still wanted to look for him. And he told them not to. Now go verse 18. 
Verse 19. Yes, 19. And the men of the city said to Elisha, Behold, I pray thee, the situation of this city is pleasant, as my Lord seeth, but the water is not, the ground barren. Next verse. He said, Bring me a new cruise and put salt in it, and they brought it to him. Next verse. And he went forth to spring of the waters, and he cast the sword there, and said, Thus see the Lord. The Lord didn't really speak to him. <laughs> there are those who can speak on behalf of God. I have healed these waters. There shall not be from us any more death or barren land. See, there is a the Bible says that let everyone prophesy according to the proportion of your faith. In the school of the spirits, you get to a point, there is an allowance that God gives you to speak on his behalf. It's like your father has billions of dollars. And based on your level, he says that anytime you issue a check that is less than five million, it must be granted. You can do that. When it is more than five million, you have to consult your father. So anything you issue below five million, it goes. Then when you grow a little more, your father says that anything less than 20 million, they should grant it. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. You know, I told them a story last Thursday on, on the island of uh, Apostle, uh, no, uh, uh, Prophet Obadari. And then, long and short of it was the story of a lady that we heard probably she had not grew up the church was at the infant stage and somebody should have told that lady about the forgiveness that's available in christ but i understand because her case was peculiar i can't remember the story very well but the way someone told me mentioned it was the father maybe she was a choir member or something like that and she was pregnant she got involved with one guy and then god started sending people to her that do not abort you have asked for forgiveness before. You don't add sin to sin. Because she was considering her reputation. And she wanted to get rid of the baby. And I think the person told us that she also now had a trance, fell into trance. And an angel told her in the vision that just like the case of Bathsheba, we have decided to make something great of this child. We know you have been tempted to abort. Do not do it. You have been forgiven. In spite of that, she is. You know some people, they are stubborn as she or he goes. <laughs> so she still went ahead and did. And immediately she kind of knew. So years after she was looking for a child, and everybody she met who had prophetic gift told her straight away that, ah, madam, they want to pray, they will just stop. They will say that, you know, common is in Yoruba, Asian church, and that the evils are angry. I want to be, no. Them, and they were, but what did you do? Some of them who were able to see, they just see a dark cloud. Ah! They have never seen the heavens angry. So what is the problem? And then she would tell them, ah, ah, ah. God sent people, then God appeared to you, and you still, like, case closed. So I was told he went to this great man of God, Obadari, many of you know, and he wanted to pray for her. I need to just pick it that, ah, he moved by saying, Madam, what did you do? And she told him, ah, I said, that's. So she broke down there, and she was crying. See, tears can move an anointed vessel to do something on your behalf. She was weeping. Like the woman pouring out of the feet of you and weep, wiping it with her feet. And he said, that man turned back, but he heard her cry. 
and he just stood and looked up and said, said in Yoruba, oh my God, at this level of my work with you and the sacrifice I've made for your kingdom, can I possibly ask you for something? And you will say no to me? He said, Madam, stand up. You have a child. And nine months after, that guy called on God's integrity that if I have been faithful to you and at this corner, I am asking you, no choice. And we can see examples of people like that that God happened asked like that in the Bible. Who stood their ground and told God that, ah, no, not at this level. But you see, if somebody should say that, <laughs> you yourself, you are just deceiving yourself. <laughs> As you can say, if I give you a noise, see me, you are talking. Don't shut up your mouth, Dad. <laughs> you, are, you haven't entered that level. <laughs> are you, did you get that? <laughs> oh, hallelujah. I seem to be enjoying myself tonight. Praise the Lord. This is why our work with the Father must keep getting deeper and deeper. Only the deep can call on to the deep. Are you following me? Hallelujah. This one is actually a well-known pastor in the city. But let me not mention, even though he shared the testimony publicly, all this while, as a young guy, they didn't know that he was important. He began to pray about his marriage and he went to read some, he stood on some scriptures. And when he felt that they were incubated enough in him, he decided to marry her and he never told the girl. I'm not saying <laughs> people should do that. And say all through the wedding times, they were preaching in church. The thought was coming that tonight your shame will come and he will say, he will say, you're back, all long way, to bed. That God, you can't. You, you are not, you can't. Say, you can't disappoint. Say, you, you, you can't. All they say, how they say it in English? It sounds stronger in Yoruba. The Lord, you can't do, you, 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 you can't. It's a later the wife said that. All the wife, she was hearing him saying that thing repeatedly. So tired as they were preaching, that was why he just came. Every time that talk crossed, he just said, hey, two best. And hey, sir, hey, two best, sir. You cannot. So they got to the room after the wedding in, in the evening. And the wife was, he just went to the bedroom. The wife wanted to listen to And he said, he locked the bedroom door and shouted, Oh Lord that I have fallen, where are you? And he said it again, hey, Tobe. As I step out, he said right in the bedroom, he felt a wild wind and he was made whole. He said it for the first time. The wife was crying. He was crying as he was talking also. But you guys say to God, hey, to me. <laughs> are, you, are you getting what I'm saying? Hey. Oh, Lord Jesus. This is, this is very deep. Anyway, <laughs> let's go. So they said, this city. And he just said, bring me a new cruise. And he said, put salt. And he sprinkled it, and from that day, the water was healed. He could not do that yesterday. But something happened. Now, look at the next one. So, uh, there was no more death. Go down, next verse. So, he, he healed the water. According to, and so, the waters were healed this day. To this day. If you go to Israel, you see that water up to now. According to not the word of God. 
saying of Elisha is like the case of water and soap. When the water stays too much on it, so it becomes soap itself. He said, according to the saying of Elisha, which is speak. The Bible did not say according to the word of the Lord. His word had become God's word. And there was no river. The water is ill till today. Now look at the next verse. Effects of that. As he went up to Bethel, as he was going by the way, there came, this is a negative one, and it's terrible. What I want to say about this, and that's why I'm reading this one, there came four little children out of the city and mocked him, saying, go up, bald head, go up, bald head. <laughs> and he turned back and he looked on them and caught them in the name of the Lord. And there came for two she bears out of the wood and ten forty two. Ah, he shouldn't have done this. And they too shouldn't have said what they said. Where did the sheep, where did the bear come from? When the anointing is manifesting, anything is possible. Heaven will do anything to be sure that that word does not fall to the ground. As if the, the bears were just there, waiting for order. But you see, what I want to say about this is this. This is why God takes his time to prepare a vessel before he puts the anointing on you. Otherwise, you can do more harm than good. It is the reason why anointing is not common among Christians. Because patience and character, they are not common. All those who are asking all the enemies to die, how many people would they have killed if God should put power in their mouth? Some bosses will die overnight. People will just be dying. Some husbands will die. Some wives will die. Even some people, some children save. A man just killed for the two children. They mocked him. Someone else would die. At least we were going, they were shouting. After a while, they will leave you alone. Although a lesson to learn from there is that which is in every message, in every scripture, you can take a prophetic stuff out. What I can take out from this that is positive is the fact that anything in your life that is mocking you or your creator, God will take it out. So there are situations they try to mock people. You will never get married. You will never have a child. Somebody, a particular type of ailment, I have discovered, this is why I have discovered that epilepsy in particular, I think so far only, they've only brought two people who had epilepsy to, to, to be prayed for and one came and said I never happened again, the other one I didn't hear from the person again but what, what bothers me is that that seizure has a way of happening and embarrassing them in public places that's how you know, this is, they, they call it and they white, this is demon man it, it has a way, in markets and popular places Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you, are you with me? So, things mocking people. For this cause, God takes his time. He takes his time. Now, anointing is in categories. When it comes to the very strong ones, the ones that your unction works like fire, you'll be purified though before it comes. God will be sure Ah, because even though 
Jesus loved kids and protected them. But it didn't stop Elisha's word from coming to pass. Because you need to understand the way God works. It's gifts. So God anointed Balaam. And Balaam was going to cause Israel. God never said, okay, say whatever you want to say, it will never come to pass. God doesn't operate that way. The best God could do was to change, force him to speak words of blessing. Because the endorsement on his life was that say anything to come to pass. The king of Moab said, any, you have a reputation, anybody you cause is cursed. So even when he was going to cause God, God said, no, no, no. I put this anointing on him. Just redirect it so it does not cost the people. It's like a miser. It has to detonate. So if you, don't, if you don't redirect it, it will do a serious harm. So God makes sure that anybody with this kind of anointing, you must be very patient and loving. Otherwise. See, personally, I, I do know why Pastor Debo is very gentle. This is the reason. If you know him very, you know the kind of unction that man has. That's why he's very gentle. God, we have to be sure. Because you can destroy a nation. You can. If you are heavily anointed. So Elisha just started. And we'll go more into this. But let's just take a little look at Jehu. And we close. We will go more on Sunday. I won't go there. Let's just say this about Jehu. That's right. I just want to stop here. Look at what happened to Jehu. Have you asked a question? Nobody could dare look at Jezebel. I mean, she turned herself to a tyrant that she was willing. And Jehu was the uh, chief of staff or PA to Ahab, who was Jezebel's husband. So even when Ahab died, Jezebel sat over the palace. There are forces you cannot deal with without the anointing. So one day in chapter 9, Elisha, having worked very well in the anointing, called one of the guys and he said, I'm sending you to so-so place. And now he said, when you get there, he said, very funny, I've read it here before. He said, you are going to see, he said, go, that's Second Kings chapter 9. He said, look for Jehu and pour the oil on him. Tell him. He even sent his servant to go and anoint. But the anointing, so that one got there and he saw captain sat down and they were gisting. Maybe they were playing card. And that one said, I have a message for you. And Jehu said, which one of us? He said, you, sir, Jehu. And Jehu stepped aside. And the guy took him to a room and he said, don't see the Lord. Blah, 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 blah. Gave those words. He said, captain, I have an errand old the captain. And Jehu said, unto which one of us? And he said, to the old captain. Next verse. And he arose and he went to the house and he poured the oil on his head and said, Thus said the Lord of Israel, I have anointed the king over the people of the Lord, even over Israel. Now look at the next thing. Thou shalt smite the house of Ahab thy master, that I have made the blood of my servant the prophet and the blood of the servant of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. Next verse. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, blood blow went on. Next verse. Next verse. And dogs shall eat Jezebel in the portion of Jezreel, and there shall be none to bury her. And he opened the door. <laughs> Look at what the general asked him the next verse. <laughs> when he came out, Jehu came forth to the servants of his Lord. And one of them said, Is it all well? Wherefore came this mad fellow? To the, you know, they were at the city room. So he took Jehu to the room. And when he delivered the message, they just saw somebody pee. <laughs> so the rest came in to look at us. So, is everything fine? He said, he said, that, which mad guy came? And Jehu tried to code it. 
And he said, you know the man and his communication. But then they got him. Next verse. And they said, it's a lie. Tell us now. And he said, thus and thus he said to me, the Lord have anointed king, you king over Israel. Immediately. They hasted and every man took his garment. They were all captains. They, that represents from today authority. They bowed. You know, believers at times find it difficult to submit to an anointed person. You won't get it if you don't submit to an anointed person. They put their clothes down and they said, You are now from today, you are above all of us. That was what they said. And they blew the trumpet saying, Jehu is king. If you read down, as if something just came up, and that was exactly what happened. From this house, he just began to write towards Jezebel. Yesterday, nobody would dare look at Jehu. Jehu had become a different person. Anointed don't come. He first of all went for the first king, Jeram. Jeram was injured. And when Jeram saw him, he said, Is it peace? Have you come to say peace? I'm here to take you out. And Jeram turned back and started running. Jehu just took one spear. Zoom. And that was the end of Jeram. And then he told them, he started riding towards Samaria to go and face Jezebel. And the porter saw him from the top and sent a soldier. Audacity, authority. Soldier rode to go and meet him outside. You know, that time you could see miles away from the tower. And he said, is it peace? He said, follow, turn and join my soldier. And the guy never argued. He just joined. They sent the second guy. He met Jehu. That the king said, I should meet you after. What's going on? He said, you know what's going on? Join my army. And I will join also. Immediately, Jezebel knew that something else. See, Jezebel was a physical, beautiful woman, but there was a spirit behind her that was like a spell over the entire city. Nobody would dare her. But a man has come in the name of the Lord. Because an anointing, an anointing. And everybody cooperated. This same Enoch, who were keeping Jezebel in the palace, Jehu just stood before the palace and he said, is anyone on the Lord's side? And those two guys looked down and said, oh God, what do you want? He said, throw her down. I'm sure she didn't give food to one of them last night. They had been beefing her. But also they couldn't show it. Because she was such a powerful woman. Now when they saw Jehu, the anointing lifted the spell. They came, Madam, come here. Carry that. Madam, come here. Come, come back here. And they threw her down. <laughs> she landed. And that was it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By the time we are through Sunday, probably Sunday after, I believe by the Spirit of God. Men will rise from here and women. When you now confront things, the result will never be the same. Because we are going to look at New Testament, how to speak from the place of the anointing. Hallelujah. And then we look at source of anointing and how to grow in it. How to grow in it. If you are a man of the spirit, sometimes you can tell when the unction is heavy on you and when it is weak and when it appears as if it's not there. Even though you are supposed to walk by faith, not by feeling. But this is not a kind of physical feeling. This is what you know in your spirit. Have you ever wondered why Jesus will straight away speak a word and somebody will get ill? And then he will call somebody, he will lay the hands on the person two times. And then the one that he made the boss part over the clay and put it in his hand and said, Go wash. Why different methods? 
What happens when we come together in worship and we are praying? What happens when many of you are prophesying in a meeting and it's not just one man speaking? What happens when we gather Sunday evening at a particular time and we come to edify ourselves and psalms are flying, hymns and spiritual songs are flying? What happens? See, moments like that, a church has authority to issue a decree over a nation and you can correct all the wrongs of 40 years in one day. There is so much power that we are not using. Spiritual things are like weapons. You don't load weapons automatically at all times. You load when war is coming. There are weapons in our hands, but we are not putting the bullet. We just put the gun down somewhere. Are you hearing me? Yeah. It is possible under that corporate anointing like I showed you about Saul. Even those who are weak in faith among us can receive mighty miracles. Because there is an atmosphere of prophecy. It can affect the weak ones. It can affect even sinners. They are not born again yet. The grace of God reaching out to them because they are in a circumference where the Spirit of God is operating. It's possible. Let's rise. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. I don't know how many people have spoken to me in this church who are hooked up to pornographic stuff. Nobody addressed it, but by just being in service, that thing left. You know, there was a time. They told me of certain people that I used to know. If you are married there, if you are around spirit-filled couples, husbands who love their wives and who fellowship with, together with you, it's going to be very difficult for you to maltreat your wife. If you are isolated, they say lion is the king of all animals, and it is true. But no lion in his right senses will go and face a rhino alone. That's a recipe for disaster. Many times, as people wander off far away from the center, they give an opportunity for the enemy to pick on them. It is true. When I was teaching on prayer, I emphasized strongly, be part of a group praying. Five people, ten people, part of a group praying. It helps. Very true. All the revivals all over the world, they happen with a group of five women, ten women, who committed themselves to praying. Some of them, their husbands were not even born again. But when the glory came down, less than some months more, the father was never born again. When the glory came down, it affected and engulfed everybody. When you create an opportunity. Atmospheres are very powerful. Yeah. A word can be spoken on your behalf. There is an operation in your life that is not of God that you cannot shut down. For instance, just give me an example. You can be in a meeting and someone can shut it down for you. This is why the Bible says when one member of the body is with all are with 1 Corinthians 12. And when one is strong, everybody is strong. Say, so when one member is honored, everybody is honored. That is the beauty of being in the body. Fellowship is powerful. Worship is great. Pray it together. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We worship you. What is going to happen on Sunday? I'm going to move from Jehu by God's grace to Cyrus. Isaiah 45. Cyrus, the anointed one, not for prophecy. Cyrus conquered all nations in his time. 
there is something that can come upon you this Sunday. That when the service ends, there is no end to your rising. You will know that this is the hand of God at work in your life. Just don't get involved with anything. You will always rise to the top. Yes. So break the wickedness in our land in high places. We need anointed people. Not just who don't say I'm a Christian and they go there. You will join them. But when you are anointed, the sister will bow to you. Yes. The spirit of the Lord God has to be upon you, not only inside you, upon you. Yes. Hallelujah. The darkness is very great. But God is raising people. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There has to be. When the conf mercy conference ended, and I, you know, that day, myself, Apostleman, and uh, Dulce went to Abuja together on the same flight. Because I just changed the office and joined them. When I was in Abuja, the following day, I think I've shared it before, a lady came to see me. And somebody in this church just asked me to connect them, which I did. She's into interior decor. But obviously, she does it by the anointing. When she started talking with me, I knew she was anointed. She told me something, and then she began to worship. You know, she can, she's a very broken person, herself and husband. You know, she was in the room there talking with me, and then she was on her knees in worship. And I mean, she got me into praying, and then she was telling me, the only person I've heard or I've seen that I know that people gave a blank check to. Yeah. Yeah. She did a job one day. The man looked at it. Full and for said, wait. I went to call the former chief of staff, Abba Kiari, to come and look. Said, look at what this girl did. And that one looked at it. If I want to do anything for me, two of them, what would do I? They appreciated her work. And they knew her to be a spiritual Christian. She did work for one man from the East. The man told her that, see, if I pay you any amount, it will be an injustice. He just signed the check and write any amount on it. Yeah. Has that happened to you before? <laughs> or they negotiated. Anywhere you tell them, they tell you they beat it down. And she began to tell me, I sought, I work with God. She actually told me recently, he said, when you want to build this church, he said, the interior, so I said, call me, sir. I said, ah, you don't tell me the good things. I was already planning to call you. Now that you have said to you, we, we will more than call. <laughs> Are you following? Yeah. This thing will just open all doors for you. You will be so grateful to God. Your worship will be deep because you know inside you that this is not my effort. This is God working. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. We honor you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name. Please pray very well when you are coming on Sunday. Pray for me. If I sense the anointing strongly, many of you know I do that. I can call someone out. The few people I've done that with, they just moved. I think I told you on Sunday, she was in protocol of you, so when I called her out that time, and then she moved to this office. By the time she told me, as a single, as a young lady, she brought $70 million to her office. The board of trustees called her, and they had to recommend her, and they gave her shares. Something nobody, over and over again, asked her, how did you do that? Just this grace of talking to people, they would just listen. 
and then do their financial transaction with their company. Foreign partners came and they all called and said, come, come. And now she's no more in the country. And there are many of them like that. Yeah. What happened to Grace when I spoke with her? That Sunday service ended and she walked out. Somebody just called her. Your daughter, can you do, uh, add, can you appear on the face of a magazine? A magazine that had to do with uh, how to raise children or something like that. And they paid them millions for it. How does this work? These vibes are everywhere. It is the power of the Holy Spirit. It can use anybody. It can change government policy for your sake. Yeah. God is not limited. But what I'm looking for on Sunday, as I speak, may the Spirit of God himself, even from tonight, right now, those of that are here and those who are watching, may the Lord himself elevate you. Put his oil on you. Put his hand on you. And cause the nations to bow. Thank you, Father. Is someone blessed tonight? Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.